Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys. Well, nice to see you all. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I don't know why I say nice to see you. I can't see any of you other than Kristen. It's kind of a silly thing, but there it is. Um, hope you guys are doing well, though. Thanks for joining us tonight. So we're going to skip uh, the relationship series tonight. I got to do something else. And tonight's topic is going to be intercessory prayer. And this is an important topic. And I have a bit of a confession to make. This is a, a, an example of a sermon I'm preaching because I need to hear it also. I heard uh, somebody ask Joyce Myers one time if she ever listened to her sermons and her own advice when she goes through something and she says uh, people certainly remind her of it. Well, I have one up on that. Like when I go through something, I write a sermon for myself, okay? Or when I have a lesson to learn, I write a sermon to preach to myself. And this is going to be one of those examples because for as much as you guys might think that Jordan and Kristen are intercessory prayers, and we certainly are, right? We have this show so that we can pray for other people. That's the entire point. Your friend Jordan here has been a bit backslidden, and I'm going to explain why, okay? I live in the United States, so does Kristen, and it's very easy sometimes to become very frustrated with what's going on in the country and to see all this sin where, you know, we are not in a reasonable way a Christian nation or anything approaching it, right? We don't worship Christ. We worship ourselves. We worship money. We worship, uh, let's be honest, sex. We worship power. We worship celebrities. That's actually why they're called celebrities. The root word is the same as celebrate, right? Those are the people who we worship. We don't worship God here. And we see all this sin and we see all this abortion and we see just, you know, all this cultural decay. And I will be honest with you, for a while now, I've been saying, hey, God, I wash my hands of this, man. You, you, You do what you want to do with those people. Just that's your business. I don't care. But that's not actually what God wants us to do. There's two examples of intercessory prayer that I saw in the Old Testament. One is in the book of Isaiah, okay? I think it's uh, chapter 59. And it has to do with with the people of Israel have really gotten God upset. And this is like a recurring theme in the Old Testament. Like like God chooses these people for himself and they're constantly getting him upset. And when he's talking to Isaiah, God starts by listing all of these terrible things that the people of Israel have done, right? He says, your hands are, are stained with blood, your fingers with guilt, your lips have spoken falsely, your tongue mutters wicked things. No one calls for justice. No one pleads a case with integrity. You rely on empty arguments. You utter lies. You conceive trouble. You give birth to evil. You hatch these eggs of vipers and spin spider's webs. He goes on to say, your deeds are evil deeds. You have acts of violence on your hands. Your feet rush into sin. You're swift to shed innocent blood. You pursue evil schemes and acts of violence mark their ways. This is a pretty, pretty serious indictment. It does not get any worse than that. And yet the weird thing is, the verse that follows that says, the Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. So after all of that other stuff, right? You know, you have all these people who are hasting to do sin, that they spill innocent blood, they lie, there's no justice. That's bad enough. But what appalls God 
is that there was not one person who would intervene on behalf of the people of Israel and stand in his way and stop God from, from bringing down his wrath on them. That's the weird thing. And yet, if you think it's an aberration, we see the exact thing again in the book of Ezekiel. Again, God's talking about the people of Israel and, and he, how he's, he was going to bring them all into Jerusalem. He's so mad about them. It's the same complaints again that these people you know, shed innocent blood. They lie. They're an unjust people. And what does he say a second time? He says, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not destroy it, but I found no one. Think about that. Who would stand up to me, basically, stand before me in the gap so that I don't come through the wall and and pour out my wrath on those people, okay? That's what God wants us to do. You know, it's very easy to pray for yourself, right? That's easy. And it's easy to pray for your loved ones. And God bless you guys all for, listen, I I thank you for sending in your prayer requests. It's an an honor to pray for you. I thank you guys all for praying for your loved ones. That's fantastic, okay? That's great. And that's the beginning of intercessory prayer. God is teaching you to be an intercessor by having you pray for your loved ones, but it can't stop there. Kristen and I take it to another level by praying for total strangers. But you know what? Even that's not far enough. You got to pray even for people you don't like. And it's not up to you. I got news for you. It's not up to you to decide these people deserve wrath. Okay? That's not it. It's up to you. If God's put you there to stand in the gap against God, believe it or not. Okay, it's almost like you're even you're part opposing him and you're part even comforting him, trying to calm him down. I mean, that's what he says in the Old Testament twice. Okay, that's now listen, if God wants to pull you out of there, he'll pull you out of there like he did with Lot. That's not the problem. But so long as you're there, God requires you to intercede on behalf of the people in the country that you're in, the people in your community, the people in your family, the people in your workplace, basically anybody you know about who is somewhat within your sphere of influence, you're supposed to intercede on their behalf. And to not do so is actually, I would suggest to you, more appalling to God than what those other people are doing. So that's something to think about. Become intercessory prayers. That's what Chris and I are trying to, to train you how to do, okay, to pray for other people and and to really just stand in the gap against God's wrath. That's my message for you tonight. Hmm, really good. Now, say that sentence again about opposing God and standing in, in that gap. It's or... not opposing God as in not doing his will, right? right? He definitely wants you to do it. But he talks about, uh, let me see if I can, if, if, if I remember again, um, it's in, it's the one in uh, Ezekiel, okay? And he, he says he looked for someone to stand in the gap to, I, it doesn't actually use the word to oppose me, but to, to stand opposite me. Okay. Mm. So I would not destroy the city, but I yes. found no one. Yes. Yes. Says, that... he, the exact quote is I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap. So standing yeah. like opposite of me, like there's this gap that God is ready to, to just pour his wrath through. And he's looking yeah. for someone to actually stand up to him. It's the yeah. weirdest thing, but it's there twice. It's there in Ezekiel and it's there in Isaiah. We don't think of it that way. And yet that's what God's looking for because God is looking for us uh, to be leaders. And don't forget, what is God's ultimate goal for us, Kristen? To be like Christ, right? Mm-hmm, to turn to Christ. Right. And Christ is the ultimate intercessor. That's right. So That's right. He intercedes on behalf of the Father. Right. When he's calling us to be intercessors, he's calling us to be Christ-like in the truest way possible. That is so, so good. Great way to put it. And that's when you just... That's the best thought I've had in a while, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that's the sound of my mind being blown. But (laughs) it's 
true. It's, it's so good because that's where you fully see what God is. It's more than we can ever conceptualize between, you know, our, our two ears. Um, that God in all of his dimensions and, um, you know, intercessory prayer is something I've always, always had a heart for ever, ever since I was a little girl, people would just come up to me and say, you're a prayer warrior, you're a prayer leader. And I, um, I mean, when I was really, really young, so I always kind of took that and I, um, you know, even I'll have things and, and, and the, the responsibility that w- goes with that, like you say, everyone's an intercessory prayer and prayer and you have to really tune in and, once you accept that responsibility, God gives you more and more opportunities. Like there'll be times where I wake up in the middle of the night and, oh, I need to pray for this person or that person or people I've never met or people in a specific country. Um, and, you know, you may never know this side of heaven, how you're interceding, but sometimes you are encouraged. I had, uh, I met a missionary who came through our church and I told them, hey, where were you on such and such a date? What did you need? And they're like, oh my gosh, that was the date they were trying to burn our house down and uh, we were persecuted. And I was like, I was praying. So that's, you may never not have those experiences. We may never know, but it just reminded me in that experience, oh my goodness, this is important. This, not that I have the power, but God has the power and he uses us. And it's important. It's very important because you don't know how you're interceding uh, for someone in that way. It can be a very serious situation. So it's we can't ever forget how important it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And by the way, before you begin your prayer, I just want to say uh, hello to our friend Fernando, who I didn't see last night. Fernando, we were praying for you. And uh, we thank God that you've, uh, you're not backsliding over there. Good to see you again tonight. Also to our friends Peter and Nasir, Gwandasami, Riza. And uh, uh, Terry, I see, is also joining us tonight. And we'll get to all your prayer requests tonight. But Kristen, first, can you just lead us uh, in prayer, please? Yes. Uh, so you're going to like this verse, Jordan. I'm sure you like all the, all the verses. But this one is Matthew 6.33. And this is one that we, we love. Seek first his, his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And the backstory of that is where... God saying, why are you worrying about your clothes or your, you know, uh, all these little things? You can fill in the blank. Why do you worry about whatever it is? Uh, God knows, you know, the, the pagans run after those things, but I know you need them and I'm going to give that to you, but seek me first. What a great reminder and how easy it is to forget that. But God, thank you. Thank you. I'm just reflecting on things you've done in my own life and how that verse was such a great reminder to me when there were things in my life I wanted so badly that I just felt like they eluded me. And I felt like I, I was just gripping and grasping for them. And I was just, Oh Lord, I you know I want this. And I was reminded time and time again to seek you above all else, because all of the things that I desired in my heart, you knew what I needed, and they would all be added to me. And so I pray for anyone who and everybody who has a need tonight. I know we have a lot of listeners who have some very real needs, um, very real desires that you put in their heart, very real dreams, Lord. And we do not make light of those things. We do not say they're unimportant because they are important. But what's more important is how we keep our eyes focused on you, is how we remember that you are king above everything. You're king above every 
problem, every disease, every every confusion, every everything that needs a solution. God, you are the king of glory. So God, we lift up our needs to you. We lift up the things, the desires you put in our heart. We lift up the things that you have spoken, the promises that you've spoken into our hearts. I pray for every person and every seed of promise that's out there, Lord, every seed to be watered, every seed of faith to be watered and to grow into a beautiful garden. I pray for every person who feels heartbroken. I've talked to a couple people this week that are on my heart and mind, and I'm just using them as a symbol. And I I pray for them and every person listening to the sound of my voice who feels heartbroken in so many different ways. It can be from a romantic relationship, um, the heartbreak of, uh, you know, a parent to a child relationship, the heartbreak of a dream that they thought was going to go a certain way or just disappointment in themselves or loneliness. Lord, I just, I know you comfort the brokenhearted. And I know right now there's so many who are feeling confused and feeling just like they don't know where to turn, but God, you have the direction. I don't have the answers, God, but you do. And so I come to you. I come to you and I ask you, I I kind of picture all these needs, all these people who are listening right now to the sound of my voice. I'm holding their needs. Not that I have any sort of special power or anything, but the Bible says wherever two or more are gathered. So if you have a need right now, I'm I'm, I'm standing in the gap with you. Maybe you feel so alone that you don't even have, you feel like you don't have another person in the world who cares about your need. I, I know that God cares about your need and, and I want to stand in the gap with you because I want to be that wherever two or more. So you and me, that's two. So I hold your needs in my hand right now. Again, I don't have the power to do anything, but God does. And we can agree together, whatever your need is. We, we agree, Lord. And I, I put these needs I just picture that I'm pouring them into your lap. I'm boldly approaching your throne of grace in the time of need. I'm boldly approaching you, Lord, and saying, Lord, I know that you care for these precious people and their needs. And God, would you just help my brothers and sisters? Would you just come down and work miracles right now in their hearts and their lives? And even before, you know, I know you're going to work, do the most amazing work, but Right now, may they just feel a peace about whatever the situation is. An instant peace that passes all understanding to guard their hearts and minds, God. And then may you go to work and may may they know that you're working, even if it's behind the scenes, Lord. May they just have a peace about that, God. And may you go to work in those situations and go to work in those families and go to work in those sicknesses and go to work in all of those needs that are represented here tonight. And even the ones that we that are not even listening, God, people just who have real needs, God, and real dreams and real heartbreak. We just pour it all to you, God, because you say, cast your burdens on me because I care for you. God, you can handle it all because you're the God of the universe. You've got it all in the palm of your hand. It's not like it's going to be overwhelming to you. It's not going to be overwhelming to you because we just give it all to you and you care for every single person so beautifully and so so uniquely God so we just lay all those things at your feet we seek you first we bow to you king of glory 
We bow to you, and we know that you are, you are working on behalf of every need represented. In Jesus' name, amen. Excellent, excellent job as always, my dear. Thank you, honey. By the way, you look beautiful tonight as always. Oh, well, you look very handsome, so thank you. Thank you, but I said it first, so. Well, that's okay. You can say it first. I like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's start with our prayer request here tonight, guys. Um, a couple ministry prayers to kick off with. So Kazar says he wants us to pray for this blood bank project that he's doing. And P. Robbins says he's going to Cambia Walla Village near Faisalbad to share the word of God and also give food to poor children. Then he's going to go elsewhere. It's some other place that I have difficulty pronouncing. Also to share the word of God and also to give food to poor kids. So he's going to be journeying about 100 miles, which, by the way, for me to get to Kristen's house and back is like 120 miles. But I have a feeling this is a much more difficult journey than what I do. So, Mr. Robin, we're going to be praying for you. And also, Kristen, he says he's actually fasting and praying for us. I know. So which amazing. I expect everybody else is doing also, please. <laughs> so anyway. That's Mr. Robin, that's really uh, very humbling, and we're very grateful for it, and we receive it. So let me pray for you guys. God, these are both very honorable projects, a blood bank for people, also food for poor children, and also sharing the word of God. We know that this is what you honor. This is what you ask us to do. God, please honor their works. Uh, give them safe travel. Give them prosperity for Kazar. Give them just an abundance of blood for them to share with people any financing that they need for Mr. Robin. I pray that this journey of a hundred miles just feels like a hundred yards to him, that you just provide for his transportation, that wherever he goes, people take him in, that people feed him and bless him and honor him and that you increase God, just in, increase the responsibilities that both of these people have in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. We got some, uh, Listen, we got some sad prayers here having to do with loved ones. So, Kristen, why don't you take uh, those three there? Yes, this is exactly what I was uh, mentioning about heartbreak that I was sensing. From Carmen, Carmen says, I need your prayers. Send me a strong prayer to heal me from a big heartache. I had a lover, but I, but he didn't want to commit. And now he's leaving for good to start a business in a faraway country. So I'm sad and crying and not sleeping. Please pray for me and help me heal with prayers. How can I forget this man? Uh, for Regs, she says, please pray for me. I lost my husband last month and I'm broken. I can't get over it or do anything. We have two kids, 16-year-old and a 7-year-old daughter. My husband of 20 years was only 45 years old. And he's a believer, but I can't accept his passing. I need your prayers. And Sharon says, I ask for prayers. Keep me strong and healthy not fearing living alone since my husband passed away. I'm doing great, but there's still times that a big dark cloud hits me out of nowhere. Pray for my family. My son-in-law is a canine police officer, and during this unrest in our nation, I worry about him and all law enforcement. Thank you. All right. Well, Lord, I'm I'm burdened for these women. God, you, you care. Do you have a special place in your heart for women? I think of you know the woman at the at the well the woman who had committed adultery the woman uh you know peter's mother-in-law who was sick um uh you know the woman with the issue of blood and uh ruth and rahab and all these different stories in the bible i think about your heart your tender heart for women mary magdalene 
God, you have such a tender heart for women. And I just pray for these women. I know if me, if, if, as a human, if, the, if reading these prayers breaks my heart, I can't imagine how much you are afflicted, Lord, and how much it breaks your heart for these women. So God, only you can heal, only you can save, only you can provide the comfort they need. For Carmen, Lord, I pray that you would just, just give her the comfort she needs and um, help her to, she's, she's right in saying, help me to heal with prayers. It's the only thing that's going to help you heal. Um, and God, bring her the right man that's um, going to be the man that's going to stand um, stand up as a man of God, who's a man who's going to commit and um, you know and and treasure her and 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 stand up and 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 be the man uh, for for her God in all things. God, bring that man who wants to be that in her life, God. But even before you do that, come in and fill that space, God, like only you can do, and make her whole in a hundred percent, God. For regs, I. I can't even imagine what she's going through having, um, I, you know, I'm sure it was a shock, especially because he was 45 and, um, you know, they were married for 20 years. Lord, we thank you for the time they had together for 20 years, but I'm sure, you know, that doesn't make up for the fact of her broken heart, God. So help her to remember those times and just, and not be bitter. Um, I know, with a lot of women who and and men who lose their spouse at a, at a young age, it's um it's very hard not to be bitter. And I've seen um I've seen some some people who've had to really deal with that. But help them to help her to be able to grieve and give herself the process, both her and Sharon, the process of grieving. And and same with Sharon. I don't know how old her husband was, but it doesn't matter. Um, help these women to really reach deep into you. God, give them the comfort they need and um, and for their kids as well. And for Sharon's son-in-law, Lord, I pray for his protection and all law enforcement, as she says, certainly. God, I just, I just, I just bring Carmen Regs and Sharon to you. I ask you to do what only you can do. I ask you to surround them with your supernatural comfort, your supernatural love, your supernatural peace and goodness and um, beauty for ashes, Lord, and just give them that peace where they don't even know, um, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. And it's actually a good thing and um, help them to be able to give themselves that time to do that, but help them also to feel your love stronger than ever before. In Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful job as always. Thank you. Our friend Riza Buenaventura says both of us look great tonight. So thank you very much, Riza. I appreciate that. Thank you. I was telling Samantha uh, at my office today, Kristen, how how we get all these like messages from people. And it's just like, it's like, Kristen, you're so beautiful. Kristen, I want to marry you. Kristen, will you move to Pakistan? Kristen, you're a supermodel. Jordan, can I have some money? Like (laughs) that's like describes our messages. Do you remember? Do you remember the time that one guy, that one guy asked us for like fifteen hundred bucks, and we're like, "No, we don't give away money, but we'll pray for you." He's like, "All right, five hundred bucks then." Like, no, that's not how this works. He was a good negotiator. He kept bartering down. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Well, if you really care about me, you'll send money." It's like, "Well, all right." All right. 
not my calling. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do a couple more, um, let's see, ministry-related prayers here. Rebecca says, please pray for the churches in America that they hear our message, okay, and will be prayerful and mindful to pray with you guys. I feel like as a church member and a congregation, we all need to stand together. If we stand together, we can overcome. But if we stand separate and don't praise and worship together, we will fall. Well, Jesus said something very similar. He said, a house divided against itself cannot stand. So that's a pretty good word from you tonight, uh, Rebecca. Thank you. And Usaia, U-S-A-I-A, I think that's how you pronounce it. Usaia says, Pray for me to surrender to Jesus and be a faithful servant of the Lord till I meet my Savior, Jesus Christ, and my family. I was th- Maybe I should do a sermon on surrendering, Chris. And I was thinking last night, you know, uh, when you and I pray a lot, I pray that I kind of imagine like my, my spirit life as like this glass. And I ask God to pour in more of the Holy Spirit to the point of overflowing. But I felt like last night, it's like, well, it's, it's not just about making a larger and larger glass. You've got, if you have like ice cubes in the glass or whatever, you got to take it out so that God can fill in those spaces more Mm. and taking that stuff out. A lot of that is just surrendering, you know, surrendering unforgiveness, surrendering anger, surrendering even uh, self-determination, surrendering pride, surrendering the the, the idea that you have to be in control of things, that you're going to make your own decisions. So that's that's kind of its own sermon. Maybe I'll do that soon. That's right. Uh, because um, in surrender, that also goes into intercessory prayer. Sometimes you're praying for something and you actually, in prayer, you feel the spirit of God telling you to surrender, showing you how to pray, whether that be in tongues or, or something, giving over to the Holy Spirit, but also surrendering um, to God's will in, in prayer and, and to what he's asking you to pray for. Mm. So, good, good word there, Kristen. Good job. Thanks. So let's pray for both these people. First of all, God, uh, we we lift up Rebecca to you. She doesn't have a specific prayer request for herself, but God, I pray that she recognizes herself as an intercessor because she's intercessing on behalf of the entire church and the entire country here. So God, we thank you for her. Thank you that she stands in the gap. We pray that you honor her prayer, that as a church, as as the body of Christ, which actually has different denominations, whether it's Baptist or whether you want to call yourself evangelical or Pentecostal or Anglican or Catholic, or assemblies of God, you know, the label doesn't really matter all that much. The bottom line is we are all the church of Christ and we need to stand together despite some of our theological differences. And so God, we pray that you help us focus on the big picture as far as that goes. And as far as Uzziah goes, Father God, help this person to surrender all. And in particular, Uzziah, I would say, in fact, Chris, the other night we, you and I were doing our prayer. I think I didn't I start singing like I surrender all or something like that's just been on me for a while. Just yeah, I love that song. or I think I sang with the first verse because I didn't know the words you took over. I love but that that's song. Usually how it goes. But um, Uzziah, absolutely. We, we pray that God shows you how to surrender uh, and you say all. And that's right. You have to surrender all. But God will show you how to do it and in what sequence and uh how to hand it over to him. So God, I pray that Uzziah is just aided by the Holy Spirit in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you do our financial prayers, Annie, Jen, and Sihar? Yes, yes. Uh, Money, money. All right. So we have Annie says, pray for us in our financial breakdowns. Jen says, please pray for my family, pray for my house, that God gives me my own home. Um, I'm from Pakistan. And Sihar says, please pray for my job. Well, Lord, uh, as I always mention, you know, financial um, aspects of our lives are, it's, it's really a spirit. And um, 
you are the spirit of provision, Lord. And so many times finances are linked to so many different things. And so we pray against any spirit of lack. We pray against anything that we blocking. Of course, uh, like Jordan always says about tithing. And, and of course, I agree with as well. Lord, we, we give our finances to you and our first fruits and everything, God. It's, it's really the, the attitude of the heart. But I pray that you would break through for Annie and Jen and Sahar for Sahar's job. Um, give her the right job that she's supposed to have and let her soar in that job and just be able to be uh, an ambassador for you, God, and just provide for all of her needs. For Jen, give her the home that she desires, Lord. Give her the place that she's supposed to be, God. Lead her to uh, the place that you you want her to be um, and, and provide for her, Lord. And for Annie, pray for, it sounds like a lot going on there and um, it can be quite overwhelming sometimes. I feel, I pray for any confusion or just spirit of heaviness. You know, there's really a, a spirit of heaviness that sometimes goes along with um, finances. And so we pray against that depressive heaviness, Lord. We pray that you would just lift the burden, God. You are the burden lifter and come through for Annie and just just cover her in your tr- truth. Cover Jen and cover Sahara as well. In Jesus' name, amen. You have your praise report, Belder? You know I do. Okay, you know so what we're going to do? I'm going to do um, Peter Russell just instant message us one, and you're going to be really slamming that thing in a minute. But let me do these. Uh, I want to do these sickness ones first. Yes. Okay, get these, and um, because these people have been waiting. So Ila asked us to pray for her dad who has malaria and also for her mom. Rashingdegol has some kind of something's wrong with his body and he's not sure, but we pray for that. And Terry, Terry Witten just said uh, prayers uh, for healing. She's got sickness and pain. Father God, we lift up Ila's father to you. We pray for her mom also. We lift up Rashid Gill and also for Terry. God, you say that you are God, our doctor, and that you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. Okay, so I pray against this this pain. I speak directly to the Terry's pain and the sickness, and we order it away from her. We speak to Rashtagil's body, and we order it to be perfectly conformed to the body of Christ. And we pray also for uh, Illa's father that malaria just just goes away, and also for her mom. Guys, listen, I'm telling you, when, when I do these these sickness things. I just always feel I have to tell people, go watch the episode we did on taking communion as an important component of healing. Because first of all, if nothing else, taking before you take communion, you have to get right with God. You have to just release everything. You have to repent of any sins and you just have to like, you know, really prepare yourself to enter into God's holiness. So that by itself is a huge step in the right direction to receiving your healing. But then the actual act of saying, God, I replace my flesh with your flesh. I replace my blood with your blood. I mean, that's, it's a spiritual thing, but the amount of overlap between the spiritual and the physical cannot be overstated. And so I'd recommend you go watch those videos. God, thank you for these people. We lift them up to you and we are very grateful for you. And we thank you in particular, not just that you hear our prayers, but you answer our prayers and that their healings are on the way in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Get that buzzer. I knew I was waiting for this because he told us over the weekend he had one. So I've been in suspense. He said he had right. a good. Well, I'm going to read it. So it's, I got it on my iPad. So hold on one second. So, all right. So Peter, now for those who don't know, and Peter, I hope you don't mind us sharing. Of course, you wouldn't have given this to us if you didn't want to. So Peter and his wife had been 
separated for a good deal of time. And Peter started following our show. And not that we give ourselves praise for as we give God praise, but we started praying for him to be reunited with his wife and work everything out. And I'll be honest with you, it looked like a pretty dire situation, but Peter's faith in God never flagged a bit. And, you know, they started to kind of, you know, see each other again and, you know, kind of tiptoe in. And uh, we've, we've been waiting for a while now to hear just this, this great praise report that everything is um, being fully restored. So, Kristen, here it is. Ready? Yeah. So Thursday morning last week, Peter woke up to this message from his wife. She says, I know that I screwed up and was very selfish. I know that I made mistakes by wanting to be with others out of loneliness and anger. I should not have been that way no matter what you did or how upset I was. It was no excuse. I just felt like I was on the last of your list and the spark was blowing out. There was no romance or a usual passion we had for each other. I thought I wasn't enough, but through God, he made me realize tonight that we are meant to be and that I do belong to you. So with that said, I am still in love with you. I just needed time to sort it out. And I thank you for being patient with me. I am willing to give us another shot. If you want to, please forgive me. I still want to be your wife. And with that said, I love you, Peter, always. P.S. I am ready. I'm ready to wear my rings. I forgive you. There you go. Oh, I feel like I'm what, uh, listening to a Hallmark movie. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know I love this stuff. I love it. I love it. Oh, that is so good. Oh, Peter, we're so excited for you. Oh, it's like a wedding bell, you know? So there you go, yeah. Peter. <laughs> now, listen. So, Peter, that's great. And we're thrilled with you. But now, you know, you guys got to start putting the pieces back together here. Now, we believe that our God is a God of restoration. Um, but you guys also still have to put the work in. That's why Kristen and I did the relationship series. We've got, I think, 18 episodes in that so far. I know you watch this every night, so you know what I'm talking about. But you might want to go back and take a look at some of those also. Uh, and, you know, just kind of think about your own life experiences and maybe how you could, you guys both could have done things um, differently. And, you know, just build off of this. This is something that you shouldn't hold over each other. That, you know, it's just like God doesn't hold sin over us. He separates it as far as the east is from the west. Don't hold this over. Uh, just let it go for, for both of you. Lay at the feet of Christ. And uh, just, just it's it's a new day. You know, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, including your marriage. The old is gone, the new has come. So, Peter, Kristen, I'm going to ask you to uh, give God thanks for that, and I'll give you uh, his prayer request. Go ahead. Okay. Lord, thank you for Peter and his wife and um, and all the couples they represent, Lord, that are on the brink of uh, separating, that we are believing that are um, coming back to you and to each other and the restoration you are doing across this country and across this world in so many different ways, Lord, you are a God who restores. And so I thank you for this marriage and I pray, Lord, that you would continue to guard them and, and guide them and help their eyes to be focused on you because that is where you cannot fail because you never fail us, Lord. Help them to keep their eyes focused on you and their hearts. And so that through that, they will see each other through your lens, Lord, and continually um, build upon the beauty of their relationship, God. So we thank you and we praise you for the great work you are doing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. And so now he's got a prayer request. And I just lost it, but I know what it is. He asks you to pray for the city of Chicago, which somehow has managed to have even more violence lately than, I mean, that's like the most violent, one of the most violent cities and somehow their violence has even increased. Of course, I know exactly how, because frankly, 
uh, your mayor there is absolutely hopeless and uh, cares a lot more about um, agitators than the law-abiding people over there. And you know what? We don't have tax-exempt status, so I can say stuff like that, and I don't have to worry about the government coming down <laughs> with that. That's true. This is this is a free ministry. I don't I don't claim this. I don't take a salary, so I can talk politics if I want. That's right. There you go. That's great. Yeah. Peter, if you're running to that mayor of yours who definitely needs Jesus, you can tell her to watch our page. All right. <laughs> 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 there you go. All right, Kristen, go, do me a favor and uh, pray for uh, Chicago here. Yes, Lord. Well, actually, Peter, Peter, you know, you, you're really Chicago's intercessor. So we will, Kristen will just agree with you here. Yes, that's right. Lord, Lord you put Peter there and many other men and women of faith, God, um, in places like Chicago and all these cities and places like New Orleans and just places that frankly have just, you know, even been built. I, I think. I think it was Las Vegas that was built on a, an agreement. Two men shaking hands and an agreement that it would be a place of where sin would have free reign. <laughs> but God, here's the thing: Your covenant is over this whole earth, including those c- cities, and You have established a covenant with us, which totally overrides any covenant made by any, anyone, anywhere, anytime, God. So your blood breaks the chains. And I pray that your blood would break all the chains over these cities in, in especially Chicago, as Peter is praying for in all these cities. In Jesus' name, I pray for revival. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, where sin abounds, grace abounds more abundantly. That's right. That's right. All right. Again, our friend Riza repeats the same prayer she had last night. Please pray for my kids, my mom, all my Filipino friends, my job and healing prayer for my mom, my daughter, Rika, and our president, uh, if I remember from last night, President Duarte, I think this is his name, and our pastor, Ancho Buenavita, Buenaventura, excuse me, watching from the Philippines. All right, Riza, well, we prayed this last night. We prayed, God, we just renew this prayer for Riza and every, what she's prayed for, for her kids, her mom. All of her Filipinos. Thank you. Actually, Riza, you pretty much inspired me to do the uh, the intercession uh, uh, ser- sermon tonight. I've been thinking about doing it and flipping it in my head. But when I saw you praying for all of the Philippines yesterday, I just said I have to do it. So thank you for that message, Riza. And we pray for your president and your pastor, Ancho Buenaventura, that they be, uh, be given all the provisions they need, but also not just in terms of material things, also wisdom and guidance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Riza says, I'm always thankful that God is always there for me. Vinel Don, our friend Vinel says he's very hey. blessed with a God miracle. He's never faced with a financial problem. I have faith in God. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Vinel. Amen. For those who don't know, Vinel was praying for a job and we, Kristen and I prayed. And then when we were done praying, somebody called him and gave him a job. So praise God for that. Uh, Vinal also says, sir, pray for a break thought in my career. And I also have, I don't know what that means. Kristen, you want to pray for his career real quick? Yeah. I, d- maybe breakthrough. Break th- I don't know. Um, oh, breakthrough. I'm sorry. It, it just, it typed weird. Yes. Break, pray for a breakthrough in his career. Yeah. Lord, we pray for a breakthrough in Vinal Don's career. We thank you God that he is, um, 
he reminds me of that. Oh, I always switch them around, Elijah or Elijah, who prayed for the rain and said, uh, I see the cloud the size of a man's hand, but not such have I prayed for. He still had the faith to keep praying, to keep praying. So we thank you what you've done in Vinaldon's life, but you, we thank you also that he has the, pray, the faith to keep praying for more, that he knows that you have more for him and you have more breakthrough in his career, in his finances, in every area of his life. So we just pray that you would break through God and lead him to the next step in, in your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. You got that bell? Oh, yay. Get, Get that bell out. Again. Get that bell again. out. Ready? <laughs> Diane Chung, our friend, says, I got my testimony. God had touched my blood test. Thanks to you guys who believe for my healing. Please continue to pray for me. I got one more test to do. I need a miracle. And she wants to be cancer free. So her, I guess her blood test came back good and she's got another one to do. But we're just listening. We, we're not believing for an incomplete work. We know God's going to finish this job. Kristen, let's give God the praise for what we've got so far. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, we pray. Thank you, Lord, for Diane. Lord, we thank you for her. We thank you for this great work you've done. And we pray for the finishing work on this. We pray for her to be completely 110% cancer-free, Lord, and for her, your blood to flow through her veins, God, and for her to have the peace that passes all understanding to guard her heart and mind. In Jesus' name, amen. I, somebody, John Conley says, pray for... President Trump and for America. One of the things, you know, we had actually somebody wrote to Kristen and I one time, not too long ago, and it was the most incoherent thing. But I basically said, I want to know if you guys support President Trump because uh, if so, no thanks and may God have mercy on your soul. I just thought, what a sad person, you know? Yeah. yeah. A, so, first of all, I'm going to pray for that. Um, unfortunate person, that unfortunate, sad, de depressed, despondent, tormented person in Jesus name, God, I pray that I pray that she finds peace and, and love and, and joy and all the other fruits of the spirit. And for John Conley here and for the rest of us in America, actually, I'm kind of embarrassed because Kristen, you and I are in America and in our 90 plus shows, how often do we even pray for President Trump? How often do we pray for America? In fact, for those people who don't know, when Kristen and I started the show, like the first like two or three episodes, we we're actually called Jordan and Kristen pray for America. And which is what I was just going to do. And then I thought, well, I'll just pray for everyone else. But I kind of left this behind wrongly. Yeah. So this is a good conviction episode for me. So God, I pray for President Trump. I pray he's filled with the spirit. I pray that you guide everything he does and every word he says and every tweet he sends, please. In Jesus' name, may may people just look at him and see a transformation and see that this is somebody who has God working through him. And God, we, uh, I guess now's a good time to pray for America. God, first of all, I repent of the fact that even right now, I don't even want to do it. And I apologize for that because I know that Kristen and I, a few months ago, and I think it might have even been right before we started the show, that she and I prayed that we would be the people who would stand in the gap. And now here I am not wanting to do it like I'm something special. So God, first of all, I repent of that. God, I pray that you withhold your wrath from America and that you raise up people, your people in places of high influence to be to change the culture and to turn it around, P not just in politics, in Hollywood, which people think is a lost cause, in the schools, and honestly, in the churches too, because we need a lot of good people in the churches. Uh, if the church got its act together, 
a lot of other things would take care of itself. So I'll just leave it at that. God, thank you for that. And we we stand in the gap for America and for President Trump. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Tally Tilmay says, pray for my family, please. I'm just trying to see if that's the last one. All right. Kristen, pray for, pray for Tally Tilmy for her family. And Vinal asks that we pray for COVID-19 patients that they can recover as soon as possible. In I fact, you might as well pray because I just saw we, we had just eclipsed 3 million corona cases in the United States. Uh, so you might as well just pray against that whole thing. Yeah. Lord, we pray for Tally. Lord, we pray for her family. God, just just cover that entire family with your with your anointing, with your favor, God, with your peace that passes understanding. I'm feeling that's a word I'm feeling for her family. Just peace, God. Peace. That's what they need. In Jesus' name. For this corona thing, Lord. Lord, first of all, I want to thank you for how you have covered us and protected us. And and we have had so many things, even on this show, um, uh, Vanji, whose husband was uh, had COVID and, and recovered and so many things that, um, you know, and I, I do pray, I, I do know a couple of people who lost loved ones. And, um, you know, personally, I know a, a lot of people who were affected by this personally. So, Lord, um, I just, we just lift this entire situation up to you, God. Um, it's a great reminder to this country, to this world, that you are alone are the Lord and you alone have the answers and you alone are in control. God, I just ask that this whole thing would just stop in the mighty name of Jesus, that people in the hospitals would recover, and that anything that is being done knowingly or unknowingly, um, you know, nobody really knows the true answers to all of this, but God, we have, we ask for your wisdom. So anything that is being done that is not helping the situation, Lord, that you would just come in and just heal our land. Heal our land, heal heal your people, God, and heal this entire earth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I just realized, I forgot, Kristen, we had those other prayer requests that you texted to me. So let me oh, just yeah. do that real quick and I'll close out the show. I apologize. No problem. Uh, oh, you know what? It didn't come in on my iPad. Let me just check real quick if I can get on my... I think I can. I have them. On you my, have them? Yep. On my watch. All right. If you can, if you can do them real quick, I can't find. Yeah. Them. Well, Lord, we pray for Sunil and his um, sickness. Lord, we pray that you would just cover him with your blood. Lord, give him the answers. Give him, Lord, your spirit, your power, and your victory in this. God, for Nasir, I pray for him, him to receive the home that you have for him. Lord, a home built on the rock. For you are the rock, Lord. Pray for Nasir. Pray for Anil. Um, and we pray for Japrakash. Both of them, Lord, just ask for prayer. But God, you know what their needs are. You are not a stranger to these precious people, God. I pray that you cover them in your blood and give them the favor and everything they need, God. We, we give you the honor and the glory and the praise for them. In Jesus' name, amen. And now we'd like to do the part of the show where... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, love. We just had one more yeah. comment. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah, go ahead. I apologize. Uh, Sunil 
Malvia just writes to us and writes. Uh, yes, I just prayed for him. Oh, okay, okay. So Sunil, sorry, you don't get double prayer. Christian just prayed for you. <laughs> but, but I'll say it again. We do pray for that sickness. That's right. That's what I um, against that sickness. We speak directly to that's it. That's right. That's order right. it out of his body in Jesus' name. It, that's good. That's good, Jordan. You did. <laughs> there we go. That's right. That's right. I've done this before. I know. You know your stuff. I know why I'm with you. So, yeah. all right, go right ahead. <laughs> all speak. right. So, if you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. And um, if you want to recommit your life, you know, if you've fallen away from the Lord, this is your moment. So, just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Send us a message or comment on the video. We had, I, I want to give a shout out to um, two people. Uh, Santosh the other night accepted Jesus. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. So that's another praise. That's a big praise report. Yay! And uh, we're so excited for you. And if you need any material, if you have a Bible or if you now you can obviously have the technology to watch this, you have the technology to download the Bible, the U version, and the Through the Word app to get started in your walk with Christ. And we're always here to pray for you. And um, Deepak asked, um, I, I don't know if he's a new believer, but he certainly asked that he wanted to, how do I get to know this Jesus and how do I go deeper? So we we pray and believe that you've accepted Jesus into your heart. Um, and again, like I told you, if you have a Bible or if you um, want to get that online too, uh, we're very, very excited for both of you. So thank you. Amen. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure again. We're so glad to get all these praise reports and to find that more people are accepting Christ. That's a huge, huge W. That means win. For those who don't understand, I understand we have different cultures. They don't always get my references, but that's what that means. Hey, guys, (laughs) but thanks a lot. I hope you got something out of the message today. We hope you got something out of the prayers today. If you have any praise reports, send them over to us. Thank you, guys, for those of you who are praying for us. It's a a real privilege, and we're very grateful for it. All right, so, guys, we'll see you again tomorrow, 730 Eastern Standard Time. Hope to see you tomorrow. Um, Hope to see you there. In the meantime, be blessed as always and be a blessing. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.